You're listening to Pod of Wonder, the podcast that builds a world using random Wikipedia articles and then plays a game in that world. This season, get in the car, loser. We're going shopping. I mean, we're making a mall. I've always been able to tell when I was going to get sick because grandmas would punch each other in the face on top of my car, which I think oh, I've mentioned before. <laughs> yes. You did mention that. Uh, I recently got a hold of a new car. Mm. <laughs> and the hood of the car is a little bit higher than the car that I used to have, which means that... You'll never get sick again. I'm never going to get sick again. The grandmas are not going to be able to get onto the hood of the car. Exactly. Uh, yeah. You can so, consider uh, giant You grandmas. are impervious to illness now. I'm impervious or to mostly. illness with like a five-two grandma. Yeah, yeah, which is most of them, to be fair. Yeah, standard grandma. Um, yeah. yeah, 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 standard standard grandma. But like, yes, you're right. Like a taller grandma versus a taller grandma, I might still have a problem there. Two grandma from outer space and land on the hood of your car. <laughs> um, mm. what sits in a tree? Loves you and disapproves of you, and if it falls out of the tree, would kill you. Out of wonder. Squirrel grandma. Would you say girl grandma? No, a squirrel. Oh, a squirrel. A squirrel grandma. <laughs> no. Yes, a girl yes. grandma as opposed to uh, the boy grandma. That makes far more sense. Yes. Uh, what's the other joke, Maria? What's green and has four tassels and if it falls out of a tree it'll kill you yeah yeah that one ottoman last time on pot of wonder we came up with a lot of stuff and was all really weird uh, weird <laughs> yeah i'm i'm not going to keep that up for uh, yeah, me more, either. That more was, than that now mm-hmm. yeah so this time, though, we do a new thing. Yeah. I have a three-sided die prepared if we want one. Oh. Yeah. Let's do do a list, and then we'll do a uh, a store next time. I don't a... know where the list is. You <laughs> just worry about the dice rolls, soy boy. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I am oh, very shit. worried. Wait. What? 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 Uh, Pot of Wonder, season 10. Uh, oh, yeah. Introduce Let's yourself. go to the mall. Uh, and Danny, any pronouns are fine. And it's Veggie Stock Day. Hi, I'm Morgan. Uh, he, they pronouns. And I am the very uh, standard grandma height. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it, exactly. And it actually really is, yeah. It is. I am 5'2". Maria, they, them. And either I've lost my sense of smell or someone's magically fixed my air conditioning. Which smells. It smells bad. Yeah, it's almost certainly that first one. And I would continue mm-hmm. to be worried. Bad. Wait, but the, mm. the cat litter box doesn't stink anymore either. And I thought that. <laughs> yeah, well, look at that. It's all resolved itself. It's beautiful. Michael, that means you have to come over to my house and smell around. Oh, uh, <laughs> you know how I do like to go places and smell around. 
I do. Uh, Mike, he, him, uh, I guess a sniffy soy boy? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. Never wanted yeah. anything more than a sniffy snow, so a sniffy snowy boy. Sniffy snow boy. All right, uh, sniffy soy boy rolling a d3. D3. Uh, that would be a two. A two, an event. Ooh, that could be anything. Maybe I have an article. I'm quite confident I have an article, in fact, because I waste <laughs> no time. I know, I forgot I was supposed to be rolling articles, like, for a good 20 minutes while we were recording. Uh, who would like to go first? I actually would. An event, let's go. Okay, um, so mine is, uh, Automated Guideway Transit. Ooh. Mm. These are also known as People Movers, um, is a type of fixed guideway transit infrastructure with a riding or suspension track that supports and physically guides one or more driverless vehicles along its length. And it covers a wide variety of systems from limited people mover systems commonly found at airports to more complex automated train systems like the Vancouver SkyTrain. SkyTrain. Similar systems were also a fixture of a number of amusement parks, including notably the Walt Disney World monorail system. I fucking loved the monorails. That was... One of the best parts of Disney World. I would propose that there's just like a fucking monorail day. And that monorails just get installed for this like event. And maybe it's like a month long. And you get monorails in the mall. So this would be like a separate monorail from the, from the WAPs? Yeah, you weren't here for the WAP episode. <laughs> I was not. This is a separate one. This is a. Yeah. This is a. This a is a non-sexual train. Yes, this is a normal non-sexual train. <laughs> Lot of wonder. <laughs> a non-sexual train. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Eat peanuts and your. Yeah, you're gonna you're eat gonna peanuts. Stare out the window. Oh, yeah, you're gonna stare out the window down at the ground below you, far, far below you. And stare at it. And it's great. Scream? <laughs> scream? It's great. Sorry, oh, I was not no. enunciating like, clearly enough. So screaming is not like required on this train. No. Um, I have something vaguely similar, which is the Santa Anita Oaks, which is an American grade two thoroughbred horse race. Kind of similar, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Uh, three-year-old fillies willing to race 8.5 furlongs on the dirt. It's a grade two event with a current purse of $200,000. Uh, it's been around since 1935, uh, which was originally a race for two-year-olds, but now it's a race for three-year-olds. So, uh, I guess every 50 years or so, it's going to go up by one year. So in 1935, it was three furlongs, and then by 1938, it was six. And by 1956, it was seven furlongs. And since 1957, it's been 8.5 furlongs. So it, it is both increasing in number of furlongs and the age of participants. Yes. Um, it goes up, I want to say, by like four times in furlongs per year. 
of age of participant. Listener, if you can figure out the uh, the ratio between uh, age increase and furlong increase, uh, write in. We're desperate for any kind of feedback, and if you want to be <laughs> real fucking weird about what you say to us, go go right ahead and do that. Have we offered an email address or a a mailing address? No, oh, just mail been... it to whoever, and yeah, uh, it'll get to it. us. Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> we we go through your mail. It's like Santa. Isn't it pot of wonder at gmail.com? It is. <laughs> that is do you get any email in that particular uh, email box? Um, very rarely because I don't say it that often. <laughs> get a lot of emails from that one company we ordered stickers from that one time asking us to buy more stickers. <laughs> Did we buy more stickers? No. All right. So those are those are just little freebies for us. All right. So I have a Gentner kit. Oh. A, a Gentner <laughs> kit is a piece of equipment used by beekeepers to raise a large number of queen honeybees. Mm. Uh, it uses a series of plastic cups in which a queen bee can lay her eggs. The cells contain the eggs and are then removed from the laying box and placed into an isolated box for larval development. Uh, typically when, when bees are kind of hatched in a group, the first queen bee to hatch will kill all rival hatchlings. So, uh, separating them and allowing them to feed exclusively on royal jelly will create multiple queen bees. Uh, Mm. within 30, within 30 days, it is possible to rear as many as 50 using a single Gentner kit. Is Gentner a particular person who came up with this idea? I would assume so. Yeah, um, Carl, so Gentner. Yeah, Carl Gentner, who does not have his own article. Yeah, I, I just like Googled Carl. Or, and he favorite. probably shouldn't because like if there were multiple Carl Gentners like in one particular location, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the first Carl Gentner to hatch would kill and eat the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kill any other <laughs> Carl Exactly. <laughs> Canadianization movement. Aye. A campaign launched at Carleton University in Ottawa, Canada in 1968. Uh, so basically, a couple of academics arguing that Canadian colleges were not hiring enough Canadians and bringing in a lot of um, international professors. And so there wasn't enough focus on Canadian uh, culture, Canadian uh, studies, Canadian, Canadian stuff. Uh, <laughs> I, guess, I guess it's kind of like a make academic Canada great again, but I don't know if it's negative. I haven't, I haven't read the whole article. It's far, far too long for that. But I, I don't know. That could be a, a sort of, um, the mall has, Canada Day, or maybe not Canada Day, or like a, an Employee Appreciation Day for some group. Duly Appreciation Day. Uh, or, where, or so, you know, like uh, maybe, you know, different cultures. Oh, t- today everything's, everything's Irish at the mall. Uh, wow, so you, do you need to have citizenship for whatever day it is? Maybe they get... Uh, sort of independent pop-up shops to come in uh, with citizenship to whatever group they're representing uh, to take over the stores. 
Well, so you need like a, a visa to go to the particular stores in that case, or or a Mastercard, or, or Discover. You, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me float you this: a beauty pageant where everybody wins and is physically transformed in some way. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Where are you floating that out of? And I mean, yeah, that sounds fantastic. Yeah, I mean, a Gentner kit, you know, you, you put an egg in and, and it becomes a queen. Oh. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm thinking like the, the type of events that get held in malls, like thinking of like fashion shows mm. and beauty contests and stuff. Mm. I don't actually know if, what events get held at malls. It's just my conception <laughs> of it from like 90s TV shows. So, so the beauty pageant would be who transforms into the whatever the best? Ooh, maybe. Or, or is it just like you're a normal run-of-the-mill person and you're dressing yourself up? So I mean, how you get queen, like any bee can become a queen bee. Like mm-hmm. if like all bees are kind of fed royal jelly at the beginning, but... It only bees that are fed exclusively royal jelly become queens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's like something that like anybody can do. They all undergo the same process and then they transform into something else. And I guess they're, they're kind of judged both on their initial form and the, the transformation form. So is this like uh, something as quotidian as like a farm show or is this much more intense than that? I mean, beauty pageants can get pretty intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think you're, 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 you're judged on all kinds of criteria, like pre and post transformation. Mm. Poise, wardrobe, talent. Is there any tie in in the food court? Ooh, maybe a, a particular food court restaurant sponsors it each year, and like that imp- impacts what the the people transform into. Is it just the one restaurant, or is it like more like every restaurant is competing to have like the best transformation or something? Like I don't know, the Taco Bell, which is trying to create like the bell of the ball. Yeah, I like that idea better. Like, the science-minded person in me wants to give everybody the same criteria, but it does make more sense for a beauty pageant for everybody to have, like, bring different things to the the fashion party, as it were. (laughs) The Taco Bell and the Claire's team up. (laughs) All the best uh, of the inside and outside that can be presented after a bunch of Taco Bell and Claire's. (laughs) It's extremely (laughs) cheap, but you get so much of it. Ah. There was like one time where it was like 20 things for like $20 or like 10 for 20 or something like that. And it was like insane. And I got so much. Oh, so you can get like a taco and then also choke to death or something? No, it is. is, It's a lot of accessories and Mm -hmm. like inexpensive jewelry, like very much primarily targeted at like preteen girls, but also like teen girls. And like, you know, it's also just like kind of fun accessories and that kind of thing they also do ear piercings which is like mm-hmm. mm. it's scary <laughs> like they're very disturbing uh but you know that is that kind of goes along with the whole mall 
thing since there's so mm-hmm. many other just like little piercing pagoda places that do that. But um, I got some very pretty and not good nail polish from there. Yeah, that's what I was just yeah it was like it was you got what you paid for. Oh, you <laughs> sure did. Sometimes less. Uh-huh. <laughs> at, at most you are getting what you paid for. So yeah, all all of that is my idea. Nice. Especially the parts about that you liked. Okay. <laughs> uh, so so is that what we're doing? I mean, that's my idea. I'm you know ev- everybody can mm-hmm. offer uh, alternative ideas. That's how this podcast works. Alright, well, <laughs> I mean, I gave my idea it was Canadian Day. <laughs> or whatever. Everybody gets a Canadian passport when they come in, and they have a they get it stamped at different Canadian store takeovers. All right. Um, I like the idea of a beauty pageant. Um, I'm getting too far down into the Claire's website, which is <laughs> um very much about hats right now. Yeah, that that happens. They sometimes do. So um, oh, get out, get out before you. Before I you just remember. I'm sorry. No, I just placed 400 orders. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh no, you're gonna get 400 <laughs> orders free. <laughs> no. So what I'm gonna propose is somewhere in the middle where it's like a beauty pageant having to do with hats. That's so dumb. I take it back. Of what? Hmm? Beauty having to do with hats, and that was you were proposing something in the middle. In the middle of what? Oh, between Canada and beauty pageant. And it had something to do with hats. (laughs) And it's on a train. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) And it's on a train. Seven point eight furlongs long. Like each mall sends their like a mall will send their it's like pop-ups. One mall sends all of their representatives to another mall to do pop-up uh beauty pageant uh interdimensional monorail. Yeah, interdimensional alien alien beauty pageant contestants come and take over the mall for a day, advertising uh the next (laughs) dimensional Mm. It's it's a literal Miss Universe pageant. Yeah. <laughs> None of this Earth only bullshit. Yeah. Okay, so so yeah, maybe there is an like an interdimensional beauty pageant and the this mall has been chosen to host it this year. So like Earth's beauty champion is at this mall competing with other universal beauty champions. Um, are there are there judges or is it just sort of like the uh, someone is coming from a different mall to try to be like the universal whatever and you just have to sort of like push them back out of the mall and you're still good? I mean, I, I think the specific criteria of the pageant would be what we'd have to come up with. Yeah. But universe pageant is what we're doing. I guess. Yes. In the intergalactic pageantry, I guess. This is not everybody coming up with their own thing. This is going to be a one thing thing with a hot seat thing thing. 
Yeah, one of those that we we haven't done in a while. It'll be much easier to take notes because we're not making four different. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we were kind of kind of talking around the edges of it. So uh, fifteen minutes are going starting now. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So in in intergalactic uh, beauty pageant, where do we want to start? Mm-hmm. Is the what does beauty mean in this case? Yeah, I mean, I that's probably like the main question is, you know, you're dealing with different dimensions and galaxies of existence. So there has to be either some universal standard or extremely impartial judging. Uh, Well, universal standard seems kind of at the window i guess the question would be the judges maybe yeah like if um i'm like the hottest like dying star that anyone has ever seen like in a literal (laughs) way how do i go up against uh, i don't know a worm Mm. Mm. yeah i mean that's my thought then is you you're not necessarily grading on specific things as much as you are more nebulous concepts like confidence and poise yeah and maybe there's like really specific categories too like um like for like more like niche groups yeah do we have a name for the entire mall i don't think so yeah it's Mm -hmm. just the mall it's just the Mm -hmm. mall I think I, I'm going to put a little star ne- next to that because yeah. uh, I would want to. I would want to know who was hosting, uh, and for that, I would need to know the name of the of the mall. Mm. I mean, are is this mall always hosting? Is this mall itself uh, a contestant mm-hmm. with the entirety of the mall? Like. Where, where does the line come between, like, one individual and the next, I guess? I mean, if it's intergalactic, then I guess it'd probably be, like, rotating host duties. And this happens to be, like, Earth or the mall, the dimension in which the mall resides is turn. Right, right, right. So I guess the the other thing in terms of, like, Poise and whatnot. Um, uh, I'm thinking of like gravitational pull and how that's going to affect poise and like your ability to, if you're a living thing, breathe the air or not. So is it like, it's not about your poise, it's about like the thing that you're using to be able to survive here and like if the gravitational pull here is too big and then that crushes you to death, is that going to like be points off from your poise? No, they would have all of that prepared for. No, this yeah. is a long-standing competition. They they don't leave any of that up to chance. Like when you, when you come, it, it's prepared. Like everyone is on the playing field. Yeah, things are like standardized to to the extent possible for like contestant survival and like performability. 
and you know give free reign to like let them do their work like whether they're if they're used to a uh, reduced gravitational pull then the 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 one way or whatever can adjust to to accommodate that like if they breathe nitrogen like that specific portion of the runway is like filled with nitrogen briefly so that they can uh do their do their thing mm. yeah like Berthica uh 86v is a red dwarf and gorgeous to look at but is being transported in a a gravitational like safety box which has a holographic transmission. Berthika doesn't get off the train. Berthika transmits their beauty. Oh, so Berthika's like whapping about, but we're going to see like the version of Berthika that would be idealized if they were actually on the runway doing like 7.8 furlongs. Yeah. Like, I, I think a lot of these kind of things are context dependent. And so they, yeah, the, the host dimension planet is, you know, obligated to recreate that as, as much as possible. And, yeah, I, I think maybe that's where the, the kind of judging portion comes in is like noticing like, oh, well, I, I realize the, the gravity here is, is slightly different. In, in your own dimension, your dance would be uh, approximately 8% more flowy. And, you know, so we, we will take that into account as we judge. Mm. So judging becomes like a very difficult, like mathematical equivalency test. Mm. Some sort of, you know how um, the, golly dang it, what are the what are the bullies? <laughs> what are the names? What? Uh, what? The Brosifs, who? Whoa! <laughs> uh, tell us more. <laughs> yes, please elaborate. I'm sorry. Oh goodness gracious! Uh, the doolies. The doolies are always taking in all oh, of the, the um, all of all of the information uh, available and and sort of categorizing it and 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 constantly transmitting it. Yeah. Uh, possibly there's a intergalactic dually system uh, that is. That is is collecting all of the information about each of the, out of each of the individuals and translating it for the the viewers in the certain uh, galaxies we're in. I guess I don't really know what a dually is. So this would be like the commentator like the, who, like the the guys from uh, last episode that we came up with are like they're tied to a computer and like they they constantly feed information out to people mm-hmm. okay yeah. yeah i so the i just me being me i think the kind of inevitable comparison i'm making is to the eurovision song contest <clears throat> and you know yeah. you know so you're you're seeing a lot of people performing like in in their like native language that you might not necessarily speak there's like a cultural context to certain things that you might not necessarily understand but you know there are like commentators and judges there to kind of uh like help you along or like kind of 
create equivalencies in your mind but you know n- instead of like a, a different language or a different culture it's like an entirely different physical being or like appeals to sensors that you don't even have like organs to sense from yeah 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 but like mm-hmm. a a feeling of weightiness they will translate into a visual experience for the the local viewer yeah i i think maybe that's part of the process of like like accommodating the different contestants is to say like here's what the local uh judges are because there's always like a local judge or something to like represent the the planet you're on like here's what they are able to perceive or like here's how like what what kinds of things their planet finds attractive like you know you you can tailor yourself to those things or you can lean in the direction of your your own demon your own dimension planet's culture and you know, you you will be judged and and like by a by some kind of standard of of criteria that we should probably come up with. Mm-hmm. So you're like a nine dimensional thing, but you're uh, performing in like a three dimensional space or whatever. Yeah, like how do we convert these extra six dimensions into a, a way that you know y- you can still be heard and appreciated? Mm. If hearing is even, like, relevant in this case. Yeah. So so maybe not then, like, specific criteria, but, like, categories of things that are part of the competition. Like, like the, the beauty contest, the talent portion. Like, what, what are contestants bringing to this competition? Hmm. Hmm. I feel like the beauty part of this is brought in, like, two different ways. Um, mm-hmm. d- just in terms of like one figuring out what this looks like, and two, I don't know, that also feels weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. what what are some things that like Earth would intrinsically value, like water content inside of your body? <laughs> mm. uh, I I think some sort of vibrations, probably Earth the uh the frequency and like tenor of vibration ooh a pleasing indentation in dirt or sand okay <laughs> mm, like okay. like the kind of like something so universal that it wouldn't necessarily even warrant a mention in most um, in most instances oh like the smell of rain yeah weather weather yeah like like trying to weather. emulate a specific kind of weather condition or like make pleasing weather mm-hmm. um what about like color spectrum yeah no, i was just thinking like like rep, maybe like like replicate a a day to night cycle in colors mm. so do they have to sort of compete so maybe they're competing in an an earth contact and they know that when they come they need to they have these sort of categories that they have to meet on in an earth Oh yeah 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 so like you're competing here so mm. having a water content within yourself 
and having something like a division between the inside and the outside of your form, like that's yeah. the kind of thing that you're going to have to compete about here. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, mm-hmm. in, in another dimension, there would be different criteria. So you're kind of prepping yourself for for yeah. competing here. Oh, so maybe, maybe this isn't even the final. This is just like the Earth branch of the universe. Yeah, 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 yeah. I so like, you can like you can win Earth, but you're gonna have to probably compete somewhere else as well. And that was cool yeah. on, the, on the intergalactic train. It happens off the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the non sexual train that takes you to different dimensions to compete. Yes. <laughs> You have to like, <laughs> so you're like, oh, I'm going to compete as an exoskeleton or endoskeleton. Like, just yeah. decide, or possibly no skeleton at all. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Invertebrate. Yeah. Or um, you're competing, like, you're starting off at like the 3D, and then you, if you win that, you move to the 4D and then onward. Mm hmm. Yeah, so I think it, it it has to be the same contestant competing across the galaxy. So yeah, in each each individual place is kind of looking for somebody who can cover all of those things. Like there's going to yeah. be a, a two dimensional universe. You need to be like make a really straight line, or like here's one in like a gas void. So you, we need you to like not have much of a physical body for that one. Yeah, whatever the order these things come in. Yeah. But so we're only seeing like the tiniest, small subset of whatever this is. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, go ahead. Well, do the do the contestants. So I must they change with each world that they're competing in. Like, is it possible? I'm just imagining like a a supermodel walking down the runway but like one of their boobs is just a long tentacle with like a a dandelion <laughs> at the end that keeps blinking sure like they sort of like they think whoa that seems uh, you know uh you know chicks and titties and flowers are seem popular here so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 but yeah. then when you're moving up one dimension, like chicks and flowers doesn't really track in the same kind of way because mm-hmm. you're like moving through space in a totally different way. So, like, the idea of a flower and the idea of a. Yes, the idea of like a flower tit is not even like relevant. I guess I will take my headset off now. I well, I mean, I I will say we are, we we do always have the option of a three minute extension if we feel like we're getting into it. Which like I I feel I I feel like I want to know just a tiny bit more about. Yeah, like we're just kind of trying to we're just kind of getting there. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, we'll, we'll do the the rare three minute extension. Am I still stepping away, or uh, no? You'll uh, stick around, and whoever's uh, talking at the end of this three minute will will be the hot seat. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, 
but yeah, I, I think again, using uh, Eurovision as the guide, like you perform the same act kind of across the different dimensions. There's like a vague criteria that you can kind of theme yourself around, but r- really, mm. it like th- th- you're you're doing the same thing over and over, and like seeing how that carries up across the different dimensions. Yeah, exactly. Um, but obviously what that, so you're performing the same thing, but like in the Eurovision metaphor, it's like you're, you're taking it in a, it's not that you're taking it in a different direction. It's that the viewership is going to be so radically different that what you're performing is not going to be comprehensible one frame from the next so like if you've got like a trailing dandelion in three dimensions in four dimensions that might be like uh, you look like a a building or something and then in five dimensions you're i don't know just a smell or whatever the same yeah so it's the same performance it's just like the context in which it's possible to perceive the performance is different. Yeah. Cause like each kind of world that you're performing this act in maybe has different sort of sensory experiences there. You know, the, each place is kind of like we said, recreates the kind of home conditions of your planet to let you do the best. But there's still that kind of like, the, the the viewership of like whoever's judging you or like the audience to to say like to to interpret it a certain way or uh, may, maybe even if you're like a particularly uh skilled contestant you like you can factor in that kind of things like well in 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 fourth dimension this performance is going to look like this so I'm going to do this, even though it might look weird to like the, the three-dimensional audience at home. The four-dimensional audience is going to love it. He's going to love it, right. And like the ninth-dimensional audience is going to like lose their mind over this thing. And but it still has to, like if we're still seeing with like the Eurovision idea, like it's the same performance. So you have to kind of like appeal to these different audiences knowing that some audiences are going to really lap this up and some audiences are going to feel kind of like blase about it because like you're you're once you hit like the sixth dimensional thing it's going to be mind blowing but like seven and five are not really mm-hmm. going to dig it quite so much so you're going to have to kind of hitch your bets a little bit mm-hmm. or something i don't know maybe the same performance. maybe the something. same yeah. sort of theme on the performance maybe the meaning but I don't know the 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 enact an action of the performance. <laughs> like you would want to change it up for different dimensions. Yeah. Hmm. So maybe in like in instead of there being kind of a set criteria, it just comes down to personal taste and like votes from people yeah because you 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 Mm. cater your performance to certain audiences 
and like you you do know for a fact like oh this is this is probably not going to do well with the judges but this is the kind of thing like that uh you know the, the seventh dimensional audience is going to devour whole with their their eye mouths to different uh to different uh is like your region where different countries have uh actually i don't know if that's true do larger countries have a different amounts of weight or no in your vision uh, I mean, the the votes themselves aren't weighted, but there's definitely a lot of politicking that goes on yeah. in the voting process. I know that there's like something with like the the bigger countries, like are I don't know, feels like they're yeah, like like certain countries will always vote for each other, or yeah, like yeah, not, not, not vote for the bigger countries because they just, they the they automatically get into the competition or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, kind of weird. Yeah, was, uh, was that that Maria in hot seat? Yeah. Tis. Tis. All Tis. right. Okay. I will. Uh, Maria, you can step away then. I will, and I will focus myself on the task at hand. Who's Maria? I don't know. I, I think maybe the obvious thing would be Earth's contestant. Yes. yes. Or um, the second place contestant from everything? Ooh. Like in Eurovision, how they bring back the previous year's winner to perform. Yeah, this is the previous winner. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's how it works is like you become a judge for next year or like the host. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So is Maria the previous winner and the new host or the new judge? Oh, so so we're asking Maria questions. So yeah, what what works best for that setup? I think the previous winner, but maybe not the judge or the other way around. Yeah. Like one of those mm. two things, but maybe not both of them. Hmm. Because yeah, we need a reason to interview them, so yeah, we we can if if Maria is a judge, we can ask like like what criteria are you looking for, or like what what did you think you did especially well in? Oh yeah, okay. So so Maria is both the previous winner and a current judge. Yeah, but not a host. Okay. Yeah, this is like kind of like pre-show when like the the like, yeah they like hosts are like all kind of like interviewing like with the judges and everything and like oh what about this mm-hmm. yeah 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 and we're I don't know the different dimensional hosts or something yeah I I want to be one of the hosts from a different dimension I just want my question to be like. <laughs> yes very good <laughs> okay well and i'm gonna be the host from one dimension mm-hmm. not even like a two-dimensional thing just one dimensional thing yeah mm. and do you have a a question in mind <laughs> um i'll come up with something in the moment <laughs> I really right, don't. 
All right. Yeah. <laughs> that works. I guess we're we're ready then. We can leave it up to Maria what uh, what they did last year then. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh shit! What's the name of this competition? Oh, it's like the intergalactic uh... Galactivision. <laughs> Galactivision. Galactivision. <laughs> A not strictly visual competition. Yes. DM. 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 Taco Bell presents Intergalactivision, a not strictly visual competition. Tom. Yeah. Hi. Hello. 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 Yes. So, Maria. Hello, Wanderers. Danny here. Around this point in the recording, Craig, the Discord bot that we used to record this episode, went down for maintenance. So we lost the hot seat for this episode, and we weren't able to re-record it until uh, two weeks later. So if we sound different or seem more confused than usual, that's why. And hey, if you're listening this far into the episode, I assume you like us? If you do, like, like us, like us, uh, why not leave a review on whatever site or app you get this podcast from? It helps in secret beep-boop computer ways, or so I'm told. If you pull this podcast out of the ether, why not share it with a friend? That also helps. And you can do ether together. Also, you can email us at podofwonder at gmail.com. I say that in the credits, but maybe you don't listen to the credits. Anyway, enough one-sided conversation. Back to the show. So I need to find a, uh... So I'm truck knife, a bunch of bees... Uh, so I need sure. to find a, I need to find a voice that will be not unlistenable. So, so can somebody just ask me a, like a random question and I can test it out while Morgan's gone? Yeah, yeah. I feel like if you get too like low and buzzy, the mic doesn't pick you up. So yeah, yeah I think that yeah. was a problem last week. So I want I I want to like try to like like suss that out before. Okay. How many wheels yeah. does Truck Knife own? What? How many wheels does Truck Knife own? Wheels. Uh, this is a concept we do, we don't have in in my planet. No, that's way too like uh, Russian or something. Yeah, I, I feel like the if if I can give you a, a bit of direction, like. B meets like stereotypical like Euro trash like oh yes I will totally go to your fun party. <laughs> okay, uh, the uh, in my in my on on my planet we don't have wheels, we have hives. Is that listenable or is too many Z's? Uh, Mike's picking you up real well, so yeah, yeah. I think the the Z's are good. It's a good, uh, good volume, good energy. Oh my God! Who are the strong? Who are the, who are the strong contenders this year? So good. I don't know what you said, but sure. Yeah, 
Oh yeah, yeah. Audio, audio wise, yeah. You have to know what I said though. Who are the strong contenders this year? I mean, I also think it could be a little funny for you to just kind of say something that nobody understands and like, <laughs> yeah. The, you know, the the setup is like you're the special judge and we are just hosts, so we have to be kind of like peppy and agreeable to whatever you're saying. That's right. You're so crazy. <laughs> so good. Oh, what do you want to know? Oh, I should come up with actual questions too, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, I think I had questions at one point. Two weeks ago was that one point. I think I might have been using the questions as a coaster. This hot seat has been terrifying me for like two weeks now. <laughs> I, I, I barely even know where to go. <laughs> I think once Morgan gets back, we'll like reset up. Well, I'm just gonna um go have a, a hair of a cigarette, I guess, and I yeah. will not be back later than Morgan. Okay, yeah, go smoke a hair, and we'll we'll be we'll be here. Okay, I'm back. Ah, Maria lied. <laughs> <laughs> they just left the smoke and said that they'd be back before you. Ah, 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 ah. Yeah. Uh, so you you get three questions for us first. So I guess you you ask those, and then we then we'll ask our questions. Guys, this is the it. Greatest! This is the greatest competitions in the universe. I thank you so much for bringing me here. I, it was it was amazing to win last year. Uh, so, so cool, uh, guys, guys, guys. I just have a few questions to ask you before we start on the competition this year. Who of do you feel are the biggest contenders? Well, as a presenter, I am supposed to be impartial, but I am particularly drawn to Actalar, the ever-growing. Uh, the, the way that they uh, spread their branches throughout uh, time and space and my very soul causes tingles within my extraneous phalanges. Octolar is a very strong contender this year. I think a really, really weird presentation on the floor. But when you look at their whole thing... Very strong contender. Yeah, so here, um, as the only one-dimensional judge on the panel, um, I would say that is the one that's going to appeal to our audience uh, because that is the one which is not bifurcated and uh, will therefore be perceptible to us, and uh, that is uh, paramount. As last year's winner, I, I, I am multifaceted. I, I'm... I'm a hive of bees. I, I'm not bifurcated. 
I think it is a very interesting and strong showing from uh, the uh, non-linear world uh, this year. Respect, uh, your bifurcation is also perceptible to us and uh, very uh, uh, unacceptable, which we see because you're you're definitely a, a star. Oh, who are you? Supporting. <laughs> okay, so, so I have to ask you, do you think as any of the contestants this year will top the pri- the popularity of Zulkar from three years ago? An almost unanimous vote. Are you asking me? I'm um, asking whoever has his opinion. Well, that was a 4D creature, which was uh, extending itself through 1D space, and we really appreciated that effort. It was quite beautiful. I view the field as wide open. There are many potential winners, and chance of a unanimous verdict is unlikely. My extemporaneous phalanges declare it so. That's so interesting. You have you have an update for us on the pulse of the, the socials, the socials for uh, the multiverse. Who's trending? My excretory phalanges have deep contacts within the uh, metaverse, and uh, they do declare that uh, the the, fav- uh, the the fan favorite is is going to be. Uh, Hamstone. That's a reference that'll make sense next episode. Hamstone is the favorite. I feel like the like calming down the runway with the muted tones and the historical references and beautiful, beautiful. So still, so reverent. A, a point of historical value. I can see where you're coming from. Yes. Well, we have uh, three minutes of time to fill between one act uh, breaking down and another act setting up, so let's throw it to our judge. Uh, last year's winner, Truck Knife. Truck Knife. Uh, we have some questions for you uh, about what you think of this year's competition. I'd love to answer. All right. Uh, somebody other than me, begin. How many wheels are you expecting to see in this year's competition? We've heard about them, and we'd like to hear them. Don't see too many wheels this year. Uh, wheels were only invented in... Uh, 25% of the world's com- competing in this, in this competition this year. Uh, wheels, we never needed them in my hive, so an add-on. I don't think it'll play. Not in your wheelhouse? Oh, <laughs> <I know. laughs> what else do you need me to say? 
obviously, as the last year's winner of Taco Bell Present Intergalactic Vision and Not Strictly Visual Competition, uh, th- th- this can really make one's career. Uh, how has your life changed since winning last year's competition? Our life before was we look for the flower, we bring home the pollen, we make the honey, the honey is crossed. Now, we do none of those things. Each and every one of us has has a social media page. We're followed by many, many uh, individuals uh, looking for photos, uh, it's just become a very a, a much more modern and uh, and uh, accessible life. Inspirational. Bud Light and Tostitos. Uh, Taco Bell has bought both of those uh, properties, and now I can say. Uh, Oh, did Craig? Oh, Chris, Craig? What? Is Craig what? Is Craig what? I I see I see Craig. I'm teasing y'all for oh my no God. reason. My <laughs> There's only so many too soon. Too soon. Stuck, right? no. too soon. <laughs> if we had to kick this hot seat back a third week, there's no telling what would happen. It would be a lost episode. Yeah. <laughs> This has been Pod of Wonder. We're waiting for the social media dust to settle, so for now, you can email us at podofwonder at gmail.com and buy some merch at society6.com slash podofwonder. You can find Danny on Tumblr with the username DannyPlaysRPGs, and you can find the games Danny makes at dannymakesrpgs.itch.io. You can find Morgan on Blue Sky with the username M0RGAN. Mike and Maria are still not on social media, an increasingly wise decision. Our opening theme is Opening by Kamiku. And our closing theme is Shopping List, also by Kamiku. Thanks, Kamiku, for always having those good, good tunes. See you next time, Wanderers. Thank you.